Well, welcome back. It's the Taxi Squad Podcast. It's December 7th, 728 p.m. Vince, how are you? Oh, I'm good. It's me, Bayou Brian, changing my name, and I'm going to go coach a football team to a big old championship. <laughs> what a choose. He, has, he hasn't Dude. even won his first game yet. <laughs> Yeehaw! Is <laughs> by you, Brian, dude. Okay, I'm out of this. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> the guy is from fucking Massachusetts. Yeah, dude, and he coached at Cincinnati and Notre Dame. Like, come on, <laughs> anybody who doesn't know this. Also, you know, welcome back to the show. Yada yada yada. Uh, Brian, we're starting. Kelly, we're starting hot. <laughs> we're starting hot. Brian Kelly put on a fake Southern accent at a. What would you? It was like a f- basketball game, right? Where they announced him or whatever. And yeah, they just, announced him at the LSU basketball game that night, and he he, he came out LSU. and said how great he it was home. to be a tiger. A hot go tigers. <laughs> Feels great to be a tiger, and me and my family. Are you shut Dude. up? Yeah, like I don't know. I mean, they're not going to talk shit yet because he hasn't done anything yet. But <laughs> if I saw that, I would be like, okay. This guy's not going to be a fit here. This isn't going to work. His X's and O's are fine, but this is fake Southern accent. It's not going to work out for us. Yeah, I, uh, I I don't agree with it either. I think it's so silly. And he, he probably was out talking all day with all these boosters and like, you know, starting to get used to it, starting to get used to it. But like, oh, man, I guess I'm by you, Brian, now. Yeehaw. If he. Yeah. Yeehaw, brother. If he starts doing like the G-E-A-U-X Tigers, I'm going to start freaking out. Yeah, you know, like, here's the thing. Eddie O, it's different. He because can do that's, that. That's Eddie O. That's Eddie O. That, that's cool, Tigers. And he's a Louisiana I, I, man, Ed Ogeron is. I mean, Ed Ogeron legitimately ordered in crawfish at a restaurant for Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow said that he wanted crawfish. And Eddie O had that shit on speed dial. Because he has a crawfish guy because he's from Louisiana. Yeah, you don't have a crawfish guy unless you're from Louisiana. This man is, like, straight up from the bayou, too. Like, Yeah. My good man, Brian Kelly, not so much, but yeah. He's, a, he's an Irish boy from Massachusetts. Well, it's good, though, because now I don't have to root for him any longer. So, And I kind of like LSU, so I'm cool with it, but... No, pass. Listen, I, I don't I, I think I'm really gonna have some uh disdain in my heart for Brian Kelly, especially after just proving how full of shit he is and the way he handled himself uh during this entire thing. Yep. Um, you know, he doesn't even tell his assistants that he's leaving until that same morning. And then um, offers all of them a job. It's like back off. I mean, in a way, I mean, I guess that's cool. Um here in the Marcus Freeman interview. Uh, by the way, congrats to that guy getting that gig. You hit it on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very much so something where he was like, yeah, I had no idea. And it he said, didn't I, seem I like anybody did. Else. Well, he I feel like nobody, everybody was blindsided. I will yeah. say, though, very excited for this Marcus Freeman thing. We're going to go into it in a moment, but I'm very excited about this Marcus Freeman thing. What a what a phenomenal weekend for college football. Yeah. So I mean. I mean, some of it kind of saddened me, but I agree. Overall, well, for the what sport, made you sad? Yeah. what made you sad? Dude, I wanted ND to win and take it all the way just so they can shit in Brian Kelly's face and be like, you couldn't win without with us, so we're going to win without you. <laughs> That's what I wanted. That would have well, been fun. 
they got a big game coming up here for bowl season, and you kind of knew Cincinnati was going to get the four spot. I mean, especially hey, if they won that game decisively, which they if did. Georgia won, there's a couple couple things that needed to happen, but they had a chance to be in the top four at the end of the weekend. They aren't, so it is what it is, but I don't know, man. Well, here's what I'll say. I um I think that Nick Saban, and it's proven, he eats up all of his former assistants. Just eats them up. Yeah. Just Kirby Smart didn't stand a chance. Second half, Bama came out. You know, everybody's Georgia's defense this, Georgia's defense that. Who looked Saban. completely absent on Saturday. They looked like they were that? asleep. They looked like they took Bama lightly, basically. How, like, how are you going to do that in a bowl game? Or a championship game. It's fucking Bama. I mean, you you can't you can't play <laughs> games with them. You got to get up for Alabama. I don't know what to tell you. No, you do, and and I mean, you have to give credit to Nick Saban where it's due because the man's a wizard, and he's undoubtedly the best coach of ever this generation. Yeah, he's the he best college football coach probably ever. Yeah, correct. I would say so, given yeah. how good players are today. Where there's less of an, I mean, there's still an advantage, but there's less of an advantage, and he just takes care of business every year, so can't really, you know, <laughs> he's the best ever. I'll say it without a problem. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. He's uh, he's one hundred percent gone in there and just changed the culture forever, and he's the guy. Now, I will say there is some drama surrounding the quarterback situation at Georgia. Um, so let me fill in. Our, yeah. our listeners here to oh, this. Oh, me in too. Why not? Okay. So about halfway through the season, JT Daniels, former USC quarterback was injured and he's had an issue of going down uh, pretty early in the season towards ACL at USC, then transferred to Georgia, started out the season really hot, got hurt again. Well, Stetson Bennett has taken over quite well, actually, but is young, right? Um, so he is a true freshman, um, you know, after he's badass. I mean, he's he's a hell of a hell of a ball player. One, yeah. two, uh, far more mobile than JT Daniels, where JT Daniels is more of a pocket passer, going to pick mm-hmm. you apart in the pocket. Um, this was something supposedly the Georgia doctors cleared him for action, but um, JT Daniels family doctor did not clear him for action. And I guess Kirby Smart got really upset at the Ooh. fact that he was like, Okay, well, if you're not going to take our doctor's word for it, then you're done. And that I'm, is the reason Stetson Bennett's still starting. I didn't know that, but I'm on JT Daniels' side, if I'm being honest. Well, Kirby Smart was like, well, if our doctors aren't good enough for you, then fuck it. I'll let the kids start. I've gotten this far without you. Yeah, and I know what he means. Um, but, I mean, team doctors have, have always been a thing where it's like, eh. Like, they'll say it, but you don't really know entirely. If I were an athlete, I would always get a second opinion. So if they say no, then I'd be like, all right, well, he's got to look out for himself because if he's hoping for a potential NFL job somewhere, it's going to happen. You know, I agree. There's life after Georgia, but still, it's it's definitely an interesting storyline where I feel as if that there is some pettiness going on right now. If it's not going to be put to bed, I honestly I think JT was always great at USC. Uh, It's just staying on the field has always been his issue. Yeah. So, and that's another reason why he should get a second opinion. Because <laughs> if it's correct. not healthy and it's like shit, he can go down again, and that would be a mess. Oh, be a total mess, but still a very interesting storyline here. And I think you know that may have affected them going into this game against Bama. Sure. Um, 
because it's definitely something that may create division in the locker room where one guy is like, oh, yeah, either we we hope JT is here to play because our offense runs more efficiently with him at the helm. But and they don't again, have a great offense. Like, that team is anchored by their defense. So, 100%. And I mean, they're good, but it's like, you know, got to have your guys. They don't have a clear number one quarterback like a Bryce Young who's just, I mean. Fucking so good. He oh would be God, the first so pick in the draft this year if he was. Hell eligible. yeah, he would. Easy. I mean, he would be the guy. Uh, I heard a great comparison to him this week. Uh, everybody's comparing him to Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Just his size, mobility, his arm. Yeah, I was going to say, he can shot. move around and he's got a cannon, so I can see that. Yeah, everybody's comparing him to A-Rodge, uh, especially like when Rodgers was at Cal and, and, you know, his mobility, his he was ability a dog to throw at Cal, the ball. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very robotic at the time, his throwing mm-hmm. style. Uh, it, I, I urge everybody to go look at that, but like still very similar if you break down the tape. And I think it's a great comparison. So um, Bama here, man, they, they look like they have the ability to potentially man repeat. It's this is like the time of year. Everybody's all jacked. They're like, oh, shit, Bama might not even make the playoff this year. All this stuff going into this game. And boom, just like that, they take down Georgia, and they're number one now. And it's like, well, this is what it is. This is what happens every year. They're probably going to win it again this year because I don't see Georgia even standing a chance versus them. And I love Cincy, but I don't know. So I'm, what I really want is to see Michigan go. I was just about point. to say, are we are we writing off Michigan altogether no, against Georgia? I actually think they might have the best chance. I mean, for real, though, I, I think that this is something that – the Big Ten may be superior this year. I said that. Do you remember when I said that? How long ago? How many episodes? It was, it ago was the ago? first episode I was with Norman Nate. So this was like the second week of the okay. college football season. Okay. And I was like, I was like, the Big Ten's the best conference in the nation. And I mean, I don't really know if they are because you're looking at Michigan, Cincy, Georgia, and Bama. So, <laughs> but uh, still, like. I don't know. Like, I, I don't even think I thought Michigan was going to be the one to come out of this, but there's a lot of badass teams in the Big Ten this year. Really? There was. I mean, Ohio State, Michigan really seemed to wake up this year. Iowa was a dog for a couple of weeks there. Iowa was a dog for a couple of weeks, but, then, you know, when, when they got pumped by Wisconsin and Madison, I mean, that. By Purdue, that con- too. That was rough. Yeah. And, and they were like number two at the time when Purdue yes, came were. into town mm-hmm. and just rolled through them. Boilermakers out there. Boilermakers made me a lot of money this college football season. I think they made a lot of other people money as well. Were you betting on on Purdue a lot this year? A lot, and they won me a fair amount. No they were shit. always the underdog in like these weird games, like Nebraska. They won a lot of games too. <laughs> yeah, they did. They were actually quite good. I mean, they they got a bowl game this year, so you know it'll be interesting to see. But Iowa, you know, you kind of had a gut feeling like this is. Yeah. I think this is really Harbaugh's year, I, and, and I, I hate to say it because. You know, everybody is going to snooze on the Big Ten, but I really, it's just got a gut feeling to me. I got to say, the storyline is amazing. The storyline like, is epic. And I will I will root for it. And that's kind of like, I mean, obviously I'm a Notre Dame fan, so I'll admit my bias. That's kind of why I wanted to see them go and win it. And just without Brian Kelly, the whole story, the drama would be fun. Michigan, I don't know if you remember, but about three weeks ago, it was like Harbaugh's head's on the block. Like he's he's out if they can't do shit. And then all of a sudden they come out of here and they end up being in the top four for the playoff. It's like change of tune entirely. So if they can just go the whole way, I'd be I'd be enamored. It'd be so fun. 
Well, everybody slept on them right after they lost to Michigan State. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I love to see Michigan State win that game because I always no. root for an underdog. Okay, um, I see. So that's always kind of my thing. Um, what I will say is that for me, uh, to see Michigan kind of rise from the ashes and Harbaugh kind of take over and do what he's known to do. Yeah. It's been great to see. Dude, college football is way more fun when Michigan's good. It is. Way I'm not going to lie. When when Big Ten, when when the Big Ten is ran by Michigan, I think it's more so exciting because it's new blood, right? In the big ass stadium. So many fans. The jerseys Almost are dope. K. It's, I think oh, yeah. it's, isn't that the biggest one in the nation? Yeah, it is. Next to Texas yeah. A&M. It, it, it may just be the largest one in the nation, maybe in the I world. I don't even I... know if it's... Wait, where does Texas A&M play? Texas A&M plays in Texas. Where the fuck are you talking No, about? I know. I, do they play at Jerry's World? What's How big is their freaking stadium? I think it holds like 106 or 107,000. Mr. Norman Nate has brought that up on numerous occasions as to that's one of the largest college football this stadiums guy. in the country. No kidding, Norman Nate. Oh, yeah. We're going to bring him up in his takes after this. And, uh, <laughs> I, I can't wait to get him back on here after championship rounds are over. Um, but my whole thing is like, Michigan versus Iowa, I wasn't surprised that they pumped them. First half was close, and then it was just like the second half they were making a statement. Iowa can't throw the ball, so. No. <laughs> and that's kind of always they been their score. MO. Yeah. So it's been like a lot of running and defense, just big boys stopping it, good linemen, all that jazz, yeah. tight end, tight end you. But, yeah, it, yeah. it's just not going to work in a, in a playoff scenario when you have the big guns coming in. So, Yeah, Petrus is not the guy, 100%. No, no yeah. sir. Poor, poor guy was uh, having a run for his money. That that Hutchinson kid, though, out of Michigan is just mm-hmm. nasty. Dirty. He reminds me a lot of like a Bosa brother. Dude, I learned the other day that my friend went to high school with that guy. Really? Yeah, she's telling me about it. She's like, I know where my, his mom and his grandma. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Where'd she grow up? Where, where's uh, he from? In Michigan. It was... Uh, oh, okay. Hometown boy. I can't I can't remember exactly where, but yeah, he's from Michigan, so... You gotta love to see I hometown I thought it was so funny. It. They went to high school with him and stuff. It was so funny. So the matchups going into this are going to be very interesting. Bama yes, gets Cincy. Georgia gets Michigan. Mm-hmm. So what are your predictions moving into this whole thing? I mean, I think in all honesty, it's going to be just a Georgia-Bama meetup rematch. But I feel for like my that's money, the well. For my money, if I'm, I'm probably going to bet on a little bit on both these games to give me a little uh, skin in the game. But I don't think Cincy's got a chance. At all. I'm happy to see them there, but I don't think they have a chance. Michigan, on the other hand, that'd be so sick. So I'm probably going to, you know, sprinkle a little on Bama, sprinkle a little on Michigan. Hopefully that's what happens come come playoff time. Here's what I would say. Out of any game that I feel comfortable putting any money on, because honestly, I'm not touching any of these games for even the sake of just Life's fun. fun. Yeah, but but like it's kind of like a it's like a baiting game where it's like, oh, yeah, pick these two and then watch Michigan beats Georgia or something happens and you take Georgia. Everybody's going to take the favorite. All the money's on the favorite Michigan. I I think out of any team out of the four, Michigan has the largest chance of upsetting. Oh, yeah. In my eyes. What I will. Yeah. Since he has no chance, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I don't think that's possible. I think Bama's just going to smoke them. I, I I don't think they even can match up with that talent. I mean, half of that talent's NFL talent. So that being said, I would love to see them go off, but I just don't see it happening. 
No, I, can, I, if, I don't see it happening. If you can get some some team in a non-Power 5 come in and just take care of business, it would be very fun to watch. Yeah, and, and then, you know, to think about it, I mean, they haven't played anybody all year except Notre Dame. Right. And, and Notre and Dame they, really I mean, didn't have a big win. They took year. care of them. They took care of them when they needed to. I I would say though, if you're gonna if you're gonna put like an end of the season Notre Dame team against them, I would I think there would be a different outcome. Um, I mean, listen, Notre it's not Dame like Cincinnati ball at the end of the year here. It's not like Cincinnati pumped them. Cincinnati beat them twenty four to thirteen. Yeah, no, but they took care of them. You know, if they I didn't, guess. they didn't. If fuck eleven them points up, is was... taking care of them, yeah. In my eyes, Bama took care of Georgia thirty one. I mean, you you got taken care of right there. You got beat by. You know, two touchdowns. Basically. Yeah, he took him. They took him to their house and tucked him in. <laughs> took him to church. Have a good rest of your Saturday yeah, to Sunday. Nice sermon. We're done. Yeah, give it to me by you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> but for real though, I think Michigan has the biggest chance to upset. What I would say is, if I am a betting man, I would bet the under on the total of the first half. I think because these two teams are such defensive powers and yeah. they run the ball. Mm-hmm. The, those are the things to pay attention to. I would bet the under of the first half of the Michigan versus Georgia game. That's yeah, be me. fun. That's that'd be a fun me. game. That's, if you like that's de- if you like defense, then that'll be a fun game. <laughs> it's going to be a very big defensive battle. I think the over or, or the under in general, depending on what the line's going to be. I know those haven't really been released yet. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the end of those games, though. They always just start lighting shit up at the end of the game. So I'd be scared about the under for the whole game. I would say first half, though, True. is. Is nice. I'd say that's a nice little sprinkle. See what you can get off of that responsibly. A little sprinkle, responsible betting. If you have a gambling problem, call that number. Don't know it, but there 1-800 you go. One eight hundred gambler, dude. There it is. Hey, plug or us in, some or in sort Indiana. One eight hundred with it. I can. I can literally do anybody's ad read right now. If anybody wants to give me any, give Just it to saying. us, people. We're out Just here. Saying. We're ready. We're ready. We're working. We're working. working. We've been working. We're working right now. Putting in work, but yes, sir. These hires have been interesting. You know, of course, it, we kicked off with Brian Kelly. Now he's got the fake accent. Now he's by you, Brian. And then, you know, Marcus. you called you called that, man. Hell I give yeah, you a I ton did. of credit. You were like, dude, dude, it's his job. I Yeah, and I was saying before, like, I would like to see a couple other guys come through. I'm sure they did their due diligence, but it seems like the minute Brian left, it was made to be. I heard uh, so... Uh, Marcus Freeman went out for a lot of their recruiting visits to high schools. So he actually recruited a lot of the incoming recruits as well as a lot of the players that are there. Um, Hmm. And I don't know if this is entirely true, but I did see this from a couple of people that I would generally trust with information, but there was a lot of people incoming classes, those three, four, five star guys. And they were all kind of like, Hey, he's the one that recruited us. And if he stays, then we're staying. Well, so I think that had something to do with it too, because he seems like a pretty damn good recruiter. And I gotta—I won't lie—that video of him I posted on Twitter. I'm sure you threw it on the Instagram, but that video of him walking in made me want to run through a brick wall. <laughs> I would do anything for that man. <laughs> I legit got goosebumps to see yeah. the reaction that all those kids had when they he walked into the room. AD comes in like we're about to announce your new head coach. Boom, he walks in and he's just like, let's fucking go. And these kids are like, fuck yeah. Like they just bananas for him, which is somebody you get up and go play for every Saturday, which is correct. It's not what Brian Kelly is. He's X's and O's. He's not going to hype you up as much. He was always X's and O's. And what's cool to, you know, I think he got his time 
to understand the process of how to be a head coach yeah um by learning under a guy like brian kelly and i mean let's face it um we all have a price right um we all we all have a price so all of us are for sale at some point oh yeah you can't really blame him for going to get the bag but i guess it's just the way both of these guys handled it as we have discussed that's shitty and i kind of want to say too because we had that conversation where i'm like like, I know we were like, all right, what the fuck? It was like right after it happened. So it was like instant reaction and all that. But like, really? Someone's going to offer you that. How else are you supposed to go about it? Like, what is he going to do? Like, he's going to, is he going to have a meeting and just let everybody start asking him questions? Like, I'm sure that would have sucked. So I don't really know how I would go about it. And I'm going to get that money no matter what. But yeah, so, I mean, it, listen, it, it I, made me feel bad, but I'm not the one getting hundreds of millions of dollars. So correct. I, I've left for for larger money in my career before, but not millions not of dollars. <laughs> no, no. So I really can't relate in that aspect. But what I can say is that, you know, you can give enough notice. But then again, it's like sometimes you just got to rip off the bandaid and say to these kids, you know, it, you know, Brian Kelly's comment of I'll always love you, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you know That's what? Maybe, business situation. Yeah, but maybe you could just even say, you know what? If you do have any questions after this, please feel free to reach out to me. I'll 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 answer any questions you have after the fact. Do you think Notre Dame would even allow that? Why wouldn't they? I mean, can can the f- it's players not tampering. reach out to coaches? It's not tampering. I mean, if they have the, it the is, man's perfect. Well, if it's under the radar, if he says to his guys in closed doors, you know what? If you ever have questions, if you ever need anything, yeah, call right. me. That's it. But even so, we wouldn't know that. So maybe he did. <laughs> maybe he know. did. Maybe he did. Maybe that. Maybe that's something that wasn't included. Maybe that's before he he got the southern accent. I don't know. But <laughs> yeehaw, Brian. Yeehaw, Brian. Um, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> but um, yeah, Christ, I, I'm a Notre Dame coach now. <laughs> oh yeah, how you doing? <laughs> Marcus Freeman walks in. He's like, oh, you like your? How you doing? Oh, you like the football? Here we are. Yeah, Christ, I played for those bears. <laughs> <laughs> <Hairs>. <laughs> True Holtz story. My dad. True story. Marcus Freeman did play for the Bears. Did he? Uh, yeah, he did. And uh, retired a Bear. Uh, had a short NFL career. Uh, and then got into coaching at Kent State as a grad assistant. Then worked his it's way up gym. through the ranks. So He's a Midwest boy, I guess. Look at that. 35 years old. That's badass. That's He's five badass. years older than me. I mean, for real. To let everybody know, I'm 30. He is five years older than me, and he is the head football coach of Notre Dame. Yep. That's so badass. It's so difficult not to just give this guy all the credit in the world. Well, yeah, like, and it's like you got a guy from Ohio. He, like, does his does college, does NFL, comes out, coaches at Kent State, gets an opportunity at Notre Dame, works his way up, and then it's like, shit. Like, usually any big program is going to go out and try to hire a guy that's done it before. But then you see this, and it's like 35-year-old. Seems like everybody on the team loves him. He's got like a nice family, you know. It's like the whole the whole image thing is there. Everybody oh, yeah. loves him already, and he's a young guy. And if he does well, then it's going to pay off. I, I think he will do well. I think he will do well. I don't think the schedule is going to be too heavy next season. Never is for Notre Dame. <laughs> no, no, it, it won't be. So he'll have that on his side. Um, they'll never join a major conference for football, so it's always going to be Fuck that. Should select games you know but what will be cool next season is you will see as you will always do you will see notre dame play usc and yep. i think that's going to be a game to mark on everyone's calendar because it's going to be just cool for me buddy oh yeah now this year not so much but um definitely going to be something to to pay attention to um so happy for him not going to be in term he's the guy 
I hope he does well. I hope he wins this bowl game. Um, now, Nathan was all down. Yep. Uh, and hey, to his credit, he called the hire. He knows Oklahoma. He knows and how he was it pissed works. about it before it even happened. Oh, yeah. And, and he really I, I love him to pieces. But the justification of just saying that, oh, he, he's hype and, and he's got to have a guy to hold him back on the on the sideline. I mean, like Norman, I, I'll tell it to you straight, big guy. And you, I know you're <laughs> going to listen to this. I, I disagree 100 percent. I think this is a guy that comes from the SEC for the past decade. You're now going into the SEC, former OU guy, He's defensive OU guy. I mean, think about the Clemson defensive talent that has come out over the past 10 years. Oh, yeah. There you have it. I Yeah, I mean, I think he'll be fine. I mean, it's Oklahoma, so, I mean, it's not like they're going to be bottom feeders in the SEC. I don't know if they're going to be, you know, they're probably, they might have two, three losses next year. We'll see. They got but the like, Ole Miss offensive coordinator. Yes. Honestly, that right there, huge. They just, I hope recruiting goes well because they lost a lot of their guys. So I think Caleb Williams is going to stay. Do you think I, at the I, end of this whole thing, it's going to, I hope he does. He's I good. think he, I think he stays because I think he understands that he's the guy. And if he goes to USC, his lease is, 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 is it's short. Yeah. There's already he's guys put, there too. Yeah. Right. Malachi Nelson, the guy who he was committed to OU and bailed. Right. So unlike Notre Dame that lost no one. Oh, you lost everyone because Marcus Freeman did all the recruiting. (laughs) If he did, that's a huge testament to him. And it is a huge testament to him, period, that they didn't lose one recruit through this entire process, because I think everybody had a good hunch that he was going to be the guy. Yeah. So always cool to see. Always great to to see it. But I think Caleb is going to ultimately wind up staying at OU. Love it. Be the guy. Lost one of his top receivers to Arkansas, though. So. Right away, there are some guys who are going out and about in the transfer portal and committing already. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, that's going to happen with the coach change. It's just kind of like, how can you? At that point, it's like disaster relief, you know? <laughs> like, let's yeah. try to let's try to avoid as much shit as can happen, and then you get you kind of got to go from there with that. Like, you know, it is what it is at this point, and he's Venables is good and he's respected, so I feel like that's not gonna it's not it was, gonna deteriorate too much. It was the safe hire, one hundred percent. It was one of those one of those things where it's a homer. They they kind of knew he was going to be their next guy when I I think Lincoln stepped down. So I think they already had eyes on him. Oklahoma knows it. Bob Stoops gave his blessing. It's over. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting uh, to 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 track all this moving forward. Uh, in other news, Mario Cristobal leaves Oregon to go yes. to his alma mater, Miami. No one thought this was going to happen. Well, think about it. Oregon was great this year. Yeah. I mean, but he, he was with Miami before. And then it's like, why would you leave Oregon? But it's like, I mean, it's the same thing with Ven- not not the same thing with Venables because he was a defense coordinator. But like still, it's like kind of go back to the team that you had. Like if he can get Miami back to what they were and consistent, like, you know, people show out for that. And, you know, there's fans there that are just waiting to go haywire. So maybe well, he's just trying to like recapture U. that. Well, yeah, exactly. If he can bring the U back to the U, like, I think that's better than anything you're getting in Oregon. Well, here's Besides another the thing. Jerseys, those are sick. Yeah, <laughs> the jerseys are always sick at Oregon, <laughs> thanks to Phil Knight being a, a yep. alum way, of Oregon. Way too close in proximity to. Yeah, like down the street. 
Um, but with all of that being said, what else is a very good thing for Miami is that most recently they hired the athletic director from Clemson. Oh, no kidding. I didn't know that. Yep. That was just released today. So they're clearing, they cleared all house. That's smart though. I mean, yeah, they needed a new start. (laughs) They got a new AD. They got a new head coach. Now they're starting clean and away they go. I think in the next two to three years, this is a program that is bound to grow. That is bound to get local talent. Now, now trying to recruit in Florida is going to be That's damn near impossible. That's the thing too. Like Florida is a breeding ground of big boys. Like you're going to get linemen for days. You're going to get fast ass halfbacks. You get some, well, not only that, there. you're going to, you're going to get guys like Lamar Jackson also. Right. Lamar yeah, Jackson no, played football in, in Florida. Florida is a freaking breeding ground. If you can keep them in Florida, that's an incredible win. Oh, it's a, it's a massive win. And it's going to be, I think, a, eventually it's going to be similar to the recruiting style when Louisiana. Pete Carroll. No, when Pete Carroll was at USC. No oh, one yeah. would dare touch California when Pete Carroll was at USC because they all knew they were going to SC. Yep. So... That is something that I think in the future will happen. In other news, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, defensive end, highly regarded as one of the best prospects coming out of this year's draft class, decided to skip the Rose Bowl. so Or not skip the Rose Bowl, skip their bowl game. Forget Every it. year. I don't blame them ever. This always happens. Yeah. Go ahead. Fuck it. Go get your money. For the don't fuck yourself up. I you agree. don't give a shit about the bowl game. The only people that care really are like the fans and the coaches. And if you're leaving and you're going to be a high draft pick, Fuck that. Fuck that. Who cares? I agree. Go get your money. Yeah. They're all bound to leave. Go get your Who money. Who gives a shit? You're gonna, you're, either you leave in two weeks or you leave today. And then you can avoid an injury. Go ahead. See ya. I agree. How you doing? Keep it moving. People get mad about that, but it couldn't be me. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. I think uh, this is definitely going to be something to monitor moving forward. Next season has some phenomenal storylines. I am surprised that the NCAA has not committed to some sort of hard knock scenario where they monitor a team for a season. They are. Oh yeah. Especially with the NIL stuff now. They but, would be dumb not to do it, but yeah, I think that's, well, then you I, have to avoid all like the paying the players things and you got to make sure that no one says anything about that. Yeah. All I the agree. under the coach shit that everything's happening that no one talks about. <laughs> yeah. hundred, hundred. Well, Hey, going to be a great bowl season to take care mm-hmm. of here what an awesome awesome college football season just in review uh we thank norman nay for always coming on with us and of course we're going to have an end of season review here and Naturally. championship review when the time is right so let's move into our normal programming really quick though let's go we back. gotta talk about we gotta talk about kenny pickett oh kenny pickett how dare i Pittsburgh uh, quarterback. He's a beast, by the way. He's probably going to be one of the higher picked. He's going to go in the first year. round. I and think whether so that's just, I don't know, because I don't believe he is a talent. Like he might be. Uh, I like him, but I don't have the play. That's the thing. But I mean, it's the same thing with the whole Trey Lance thing. It's kind of the same thing with BYU. It's like kind of, but they, you know, like, what are you going to do? Um, He looked good. The The reason that we bring him up, Grant, he's going to go in the first round. I'm confident. And then as the draft comes, he's going to go higher up on the boards because he's a quarterback and he's available and it's a very quarterback light draft. So who knows? But is he the first quarterback taken in the draft? Yes or no? Yes, I think so. I could agree with that statement. Yeah. He's got a very Baker 
vibe to him. I don't know. Bigger I boy, get, though. Oh, far bigger, but get a very Baker thing going on for with, with him. Hopefully not forever drafts him because <laughs> I might be gone, but we'll talk about that later. Anyway, Kenny Pickett um, in this game made one of the most badass moves, and I say badass, and we're going to talk about it in a second because it could, you know, could be construed either way. Disagree. He goes in, he's running, he's like, boom, going to slide. He goes like halfway down. He's like, just kidding, bitch. Absolutely. The linebacker, the cornerback, both like stop up because you're not supposed to hit a quarterback. And then Pickett just goes for the races right through the right through the pylons. It was beautiful. It was fun. Um, But it was also stupid. <laughs> Listen, if I'm a defensive player now. Yeah. OK, let's say I'm a linebacker and I'm about to chase this guy down and I see that he starts to slow up like he's going to give himself up well of course i'm going to be like well i don't want a uh I, I don't want a personal foul penalty where if i light this kid up from behind and you know you can't touch a quarterback today yeah so other guys are going to try and do this now this is going to 100 now be a thing that's yeah but so- the ncaa is going to have to step in and say here are the defined rules of giving yourself up that's because, what i was going to say yeah that's yeah good point there has to be something. It's like a fair catch, right? Even if your hand goes up in the slightest. It counts. Th- that ref will say, nope, fair catch, right? Yeah. In protection of you not getting lit up like a Christmas tree. Right. So this is a thing. I think next time anybody tries to do this, they are going to get smoked. Probably. And they should. I think. So, I agree. <clears throat> when smoked. I see. When I see this, I don't blame Kenny Pickett. I'm like, that's kind of a badass play because it's like, it's not illegal. It's smart. It's smart. He took, he took advantage of the situation, which sure. anybody else would. And he goes and he scores a touchdown. I was like, fuck yeah. Awesome. Sets a precedent though. So now, and that's not his fault again. This is like the NCAA has got to figure it out. But I don't, if I'm any quarterback, I'm like, screw it. I'm going to try it. And then once somebody goes up and lights in, there's a flag thrown. And it's like, all right, well, what are you supposed to do? So I don't know if they're probably not going to get ahead of it because it's the NCAA, but. I'm interested to see if that happens in the NFL in any sort. Um, I think like intention to slide, like there has to be a specific level or like what you have to do to technically give yourself up because they can't do the defense can't do anything about it because they can't touch the quarterback. And then if he fakes them and they're sitting there and then he blows by him, it's because they slowed down to not hit him. So it's like, nah, but it was cool as fuck. (laughs) No, it was great to see. I mean, watching the highlights of the game because I didn't get a chance to totally watch the game. So sick. I was, I, I was mean, geeked. it was like that. All right. That's cool to see him do that. And, and then to, you know, not only that, but he saw them slow up and he's like, I'm gone. How are you doing? Peace. Yeah. You could have put up the peace sign. He would have been gone. So see you next week. Yeah. See, see you next week or see you never. So I think Kenny Pickett played a great game. Uh, he definitely is a hell of an athlete. Big kid. Got a big arm. Played in a very, very solid offense this season. Oh, and yeah. Pitt was good. Yeah, Pitt was good for a change this year, and a lot of it was due to his efforts. So mm-hmm. I definitely feel as if that next season you'll see a rule change here. And like you just stated in the NFL, it's going to see it's it's going to be interesting to see guys like Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, guys who can run. Heck, I feel like even it's some J- Pat Mahomes shit. Yeah, like I'm it's going to be interesting to see if they start taking advantage of this shit in the future. And like, ooh. And then gone. If there's no rule, then do it. Because why wouldn't you? Right. Everybody's going to start to exploit it. 
It's like the minute that someone starts to go and hit him, and then it's like, oh, he's injured. Oh, fuck. Like, what are we going to do? Well, then a rule change has to happen, but you should get ahead of it with both leagues because you know people are going to flip out about this. So I don't know if you want the bad press or the good press or whatever, maybe. But get out of well, it. Well, honestly, I, I, I really wish none of these penalties and none of these silly things of playing a collision sport yeah. uh, and protecting people like it's baseball um, is even just. I, I think, you know, I'm like, just worried about the bottom line, though. Well, of course, you, they're worried about the bottom line, what the numbers you can't have are. Quarterbacks going out like that. No, you can't. And granted, there's always going to be injuries. But like, for example, you watch this man in the arena, Tom Brady documentary, and you watch some I of these plays. To watch from, that. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> I heard, I heard. <laughs> it's awesome. But you see some of these plays from the early 2000s where, like, for example, you saw Bledsoe get lit up. Oh, yeah. Like he had internal bleeding. He got hit so hard. And that, there was no penalty on that flight. Nope. There was zero, there was no personal fault. There was nothing. Now guys they're get just, breathed on wrong, and it's a penalty. They're just trying to avoid. Like, I mean, it's like inherently I get it. violent. I, get I don't. I don't even know if I right. like. Like, it's kind of like if you're gonna if you're gonna play. You understand know, the, the risk, risk it takes. Yeah. Right, because it's like, but then also it's bad because I'm like kids. I don't know. It's like a it's like a shitty, shitty spot to be in because you don't really know how to go about it because they're they are role models. Hey Vince. This isn't, yeah. In baseball, would it be, you know, take two bases if you get beamed in the forearm? I mean, no. It, it uh, It's different, though. This is about I, head trauma and, like, serious yeah, injury. I get it. But then again, you take you, you know the risk you take. You can't use your head and your body as a basic missile. Right. And, and don't think in the future you're going to have some issues. Yeah, and that's why there's rules, and then it's like, well, now that we have the rules to avoid doing that, they're just going to use their head and their body because they know they're going to get a flag for it. It's like it's such a, it's a downhill slide. Really. It's catch twenty two. There's no way to. There's no way to figure it out. There is no hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, to lead into the NFLs, yeah, let's go back into our former week picks. Oh, uh, hey, let me uh, introduce this one. <laughs> Does anybody have like a victory march on uh, on a button or something that you can play for me? <laughs> This I want to get I want to get this guy. week by one game. So the tables that adds, have turned. That gives me a four game advantage. Um, honestly, if the Pats didn't win last night, then I would have a five game. But it's all right. What could have should have? We're all you out know? here. Listen, um, hundred. I I hit the millennium or the s- century mark. Mm-hmm. Is that a hundred? There you go. Someone help. Is that a hundred century mark? Wicked, wicked <laughs> I, I think you hit the millennium, people. The millennium. I had a thousand wins. This fucking guy. <laughs> There's only been 178 games, I think. Play two thousand, um, dog. Take it easy. Either way. Uh yeah, I hit I hit the three digit, triple digit mark. Did, um and I'm happy to be here. Did you party like it's nineteen ninety nine? Yeah, I got hammered on Monday night when I saw that happen. Because he was talking mad shit all weekend, people. Always. That's uh, that's like my text, thing. Text me right away Monday morning. Mike, you know what day it is? I'm like this fucking guy. <laughs> so <laughs> in, in my in my defense, Vince was down four games at one point this season. Mm-hmm. Give him mad credit. He's come back. Beast. And I'll be up for Yep. Right? But I think we got some time left here, people. We got 18 weeks this season. I got time. So I'm ready. I know what it feels like to lose now, so there's no way I'm giving it up again. Yeah, see, I disagree because, you know, listen, I thought the Bears had a better chance. Andy Dalton doesn't throw four interceptions. <laughs> Maybe I have a better chance. Pick, bro. <laughs> and then we both. Hey, and then in my uh, also, listen, 
Danny Dimes doesn't wind up starting for the Giants. I get fucking Big Bird. Glennon, dude. Hella neck. That guy's got hella neck. Big Bird. Big yeah. Bird. I always called him when he was on the Bears. He was always Big Bird. He's brutal. So those two picks, yeah, I, I maybe reached a little bit. But then again, who's going to think that the Lions are going to beat the fucking Vikings? That certainly didn't. <laughs> Every Michigan team, by the way, won this weekend. It's amazing. It's great to see it, and especially after the tragedy that happened at that local high school. Absolutely got yeah, awful. Seriously. Uh, so uh, RIP to all those kids that. I that wish just, that shit would stop, man. I really yeah, do. it really needs to. It really needs to. Something needs to change. But, you know, definitely great for the city of Detroit and Michigan. And it's, you know, it's it's cool to to see finally that Some the, success. the Lions get a W. And, and, and not only that, but for Motor City, Dan Campbell. I mean, come on. Can I say really quick, too, anybody that's like, oh, why are they celebrating like that? They won one game. First of all, understand what it feels like to feel joy. First of all, why you got to be a hater? Just (laughs) enjoy it. They're enjoying it. And second of all, they got their first win. Dan Campbell's first win. They know they're not going to the playoffs. Let them goddamn celebrate something. They want a game in the NFL on a walk-off touchdown pass. Like, piss off. They've had Go so in your many own room and bang year. your head against the door yourself because there's no one else gives a shit that you don't like that they celebrated winning one game. Get out of here. I mean, they lost the game to one of the best teams in the AFC by a field goal that was history-making. I mean, right. like, for exactly. real, though. They, they, they got they, screwed they, a lot. They got screwed a lot this season. And to be honest, I do think Motor City Dan Campbell will wind up being a good head coach. Um, don't sleep on, on your boy Pickett going – to, to Motor City. She, he just might, but that golf contract's big. Oh, man, that's a shitty contract. Regardless. It's a really shitty contract, and it's big. Yeah. I feel like they were like, oh, well, we know we're we're going to try not to suck this year, but we already know we're going to suck. Yeah, but they hey, wanted to dump Stafford at that point. But listen, Jared Goff, that last that fourth quarter looked like a guy. He looked like Super Bowl Goff. He did. Well, yeah. even though Super Bowl Goff scored. You know, that season had a great season. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah. Going yeah. up to it. Not the actual Super Bowl. It didn't work no. out too well for them. <laughs> it was I think that was the lowest scoring Super Bowl of all time. Yeah, that one was brutal. Yeah. But I mean, hey, um, good for MCDC and and you know, in his true fashion goes up there and uh, you know, just just gives the game ball to the city and and you know, to that high school and and in honor of those kids. So yeah, uh, class act all the way. Really quick, because uh, we're not going to go over the lines again. I just want to say Jared Goff wins everywhere he goes. I'm just going to put that out there. I know they lost a lot, but anybody who saw Jared Goff's girlfriend is an absolute smoke show. She is so hot, and she is the she is a model in Sports Illustrated. And I'm like, you know what, Jared Goff? You can lose 17 games, and you still wouldn't give a shit because you at least got that going for you. <laughs> I think I saw something on ESPN where she's like in the middle of the shoot. She's like, oh, they won? She is. Yeah, that's why I saw it. Yeah. And I'll, everybody in the comments was just like, he won twice this week. And I'm like, he's been winning. <laughs> there you go, Vinny. Maybe we get a follow from her. Maybe we what get a, a follow from Jay Goff. Doubtful. And, I don't think we're the queen. only ones talking about this, but highly she's doubt a queen. It. No. I mean, hey, listen, if you're a quarterback in the NFL and your wife is not a absolute dime, you're doing something incredibly True. wrong. So True. that's all I got. Hey, but hey, True. as my mother would say, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. So True off, chains. I mean, th- th- hey, true chains, you know, it's a vibe. So <laughs> <It's> a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to see how you're going to come out of that. All right. You want to start off this week then? 
We saw the Cowboys and the Saints play on Thursday Night Football. (sighs) The Taysom Taysom Hill experiment. (sighs) Dude. And they keep, like, giving them weird new deals that don't make any goddamn sense. I'm so sick of this guy, taking care of his homie, bro. At this point, I'm like, that's why he did that. Because he's clearly got love for the guy. Why don't they put Ian Book in the goddamn game? They Again, no name by a showing. I agree. Because Ian Book was drafted and everybody was like, this is a low-key steal. Ian Book has the potential to be a starter in the NFL. Well, he was good. He was good at Notre Dame. He wasn't great, but he was good. Oh, no, he was good, and he's athletic enough. And I mean, he doesn't yeah. have a monster arm, but in that offense, you don't necessarily need to. I mean, think about mm-hmm. a Drew Brees for his final two seasons. He couldn't throw the for the past three years. <laughs> yeah, I, I could throw better than, than Drew Brees at this point, and I'm 30. So, I mean, listen, I would say that it is definitely something where, at this point, I don't think you have anything to lose moving forward. The Cowboys, though, wanted to give away that game, it seemed like, so at some point in the third quarter. They do that. Yeah, they do. I think that might be their Achilles heel, because if they if they give up too many points at some point here, especially in the playoffs, like it's going to be insurmountable, which is worrisome. Well, the Cowboys always disappoint, and they always shit to bed, and I, I just foresee it being something where it's like, well... You're going to continue to do what you always do because the Cowboys are the Cowboys. The Cowboys aren't going to win a Super Bowl anytime soon. Yeah. Um, not with their current structure and management. It's not impossible. Nothing. I don't see Mark. I don't see, I don't see Mike McCarthy bringing a team to the Super Bowl, but I mean, he brought one team to the Super Bowl of the past decade. Yeah. Hey, he did something else that no other Packers coach can do. Best quarterback, arguably of a generation. So, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Um, but yeah, I mean the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the East. They're going to go to the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised sure. to see them in the NFC Championship, but I wouldn't be surprised to not see them there. If you want that process to go faster, do yourself a favor and start Tony Pollard already because Zeke is damaged goods. Done. Sometimes, no, he's done, dude. There's a couple. Of, there's a couple of weeks this year where he just absolutely and Fuego just went off. He hasn't been relevant since his rookie year. Wrong. Wrong. No. Beginning of this year, he was pretty good. What? For he was five actually games? really good for five games. Yeah. And then, then he went he out and got hurt. injured because he does that. And then he came back and was a beast. And then now he and sucked the last two weeks. And, and so he's hurt knows? again. And he's hobbled again. No, start Tony Pollard because Tony Pollard at this point, I think, is your best, best position to win football games. Yeah. So you better start him because I think, honestly, Tony Pollard, it's his job to lose. He looks future. good. He looks yeah. really good. They gave all this money to Zeke. Give me the DeMarco Murray feeling in, mm-hmm. in Dallas. All right, 100. so that game is that game, whatever. Uh, yeah. This game is also this game, and I kind of feel whatever, too. The Colts beat the Texans by 31. It was 31 to 0. So <laughs> Moving the, Texans, the Texans have played the Colts two times, and I think like the total was like 63 to like 3 for the two games. <laughs> yeah. I, Texans I mean... scored three points on the Colts this year. It's hilarious. Sure shit, bet the under, and the Colts just put up a lot of points. Colts are going to be a playoff team. You bet the I under? This. No, I didn't bet it, but oh. if you would have, you would have clearly just made out because chances are it was somewhere in the 40s or 50s. Yeah, I would say like 42 or something like that. Yeah, like somewhere something like there. that. So definitely uh, definitely something the Colts are making the playoffs this year. JTT, just a stud. Um, great to see it. Love to see it. So whoever yep. drafted him in fantasy footballs, you, sir, won. Yep. Um, Giants, Dolphins, hey, you're Dolphins, man. I told you, bro. <laughs> you did tell me. Do it. They're coming back. Do it. Dude. Five in so, a row. 
five. So you know, there was murmurs about the whole Deshaun Watson comes to Miami thing. Dead. Since the trade deadline, the Dolphins are five and zero, oh, and Tua's been lighting it up. Yeah, Tua looks fantastic. Honestly, it's he, crazy. What happened? I just think that they understood that we have to cater to what this guy does well. Finally, and moving forward, they're going to be a team. Uh, I don't think they're going to win the AFC. I mean, they're not. They're not gonna... winning the East for sure. No, they're not winning no. the East. No, the Pats are. The Pats but are the thing with the AFC right now, too, though, is almost any team can win. Like you know nicks the freaking jaguars and stuff but like and like the texans but like there's probably 13 teams in that division that or that that conference that could make the playoffs in the next five weeks so i don't know man don't look now like there's a good chance they lose out the rest of the season but if i was a team right now i'm not trying to go play the dolphins <laughs> i'll tell you that oh man the dolphins are a scary team right now yeah. honestly i mean that defense is on fuego um you know, Xavier Howard, I mean, just a stud in that secondary. And, you know, hey, Brian Flores is by far one of the best defensive coaches in the league. I don't know how he, might he win is. Coach of the Year on accident. He just might. He just might. After those two <laughs> terrible, terrible challenges in London. I don't know if yep. he was half awake or what, but, yeah, definitely something where, um, I, I mean, Dolphins are on a roll. They're on a roll. So maybe they catch that that last playoff spot in the AFC. That'd be cool to see. It's just possible. It's just it is possible. just possible. It is just possible. Moving on to the Bucks and Falcons. I mean, yep. everybody knew this game. But, hey, shout out to Gronk and Brady. 90th mm-hmm. touchdown of their careers yeah. together. That's so. really cool. That is really cool. I'm surprised so cool. the Falcons scored any points, if I'm being honest. Well, they actually looked a little score. proficient in offense for what they are. So, well, 17. You saw point. Matt Ryan go up to Tom Brady after the game. Like, oh, you figured it out, man. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> I hate. I mean, shout out to Matt Ryan. I mean, he's, he's actually been all right the last couple of weeks, but there was yeah, like two weeks in there that he they scored zero points. So yeah, anytime he plays uh, anyone of significance, they're just terrible. So geriatric Matt, shout out to him. <laughs> and then Minshew, huh? Dude, how about the stash and Mully coming? Let back, me huh? tell you about Gardner. Why don't Minshew. you tell me all about Gardner Minshew? So. Today or yesterday, I was listening to Bill Simmons. Shout out Bill Simmons. This is a podcast plug in the middle of a podcast. Look at it go. So I was listening to him, and he's like, I like Minshew. He's like, look at his career stats. I'm like, all right. So I did. 60% completion percentage, 39 TDs, 11 interceptions for his career. He was starting in Jacksonville. So obviously, they're not going to win no matter what. It doesn't matter. My question to you is why did it take so long for a team to sign him? And why was there so much reservation when you have teams dumping picks for Darnold, like I said? And then, like, even I love Teddy, but, like, taking a flyer on Teddy to start and, like, paying him, like, why not give Minshew another shot? All right. Listen, so here's my opinion on the whole Minshew thing. Minshew can win you a couple games like that, come out, look great, flash in the pan. That's going to be about it. He's very Trevor Simeon. For example, mistakes though. Trevor Simeon doesn't make mistakes either. He doesn't make anything. (laughs) Well, listen, (laughs) his first couple games when he started for the Saints, people were like, oh, he might be a guy. Very Drew Drew Brees vibe. He's a Manning. He's a Manning. Manning. Sure. Yeah. Everybody. Oh, he just gives me a very Drew Brees vibe. Uh huh. And then game three rolls around. 
and he's trash. So Minshew is a good backup. I'll always say that. Can he handle a starting role? Absolutely not. I don't know if that's true. If I'm, you put him in, I mean, he look. Think about the situations he's been in. He's only been in one. What the Jags? Yeah, with what's his name? The dude with no hair. I forgot oh. the coach for the Jags. I completely forgot. I could see his whole face in my goddamn head. Just ugly mug. It's not Tom Coughlin. No, it was after him. It was the it was the chubby white dude. So every other. <laughs> um, every but no, other I mean he was he was in Jacksonville and he did what he did, and then like. Again, what he had like two seasons with like 20 plus touchdowns and two, three interceptions each season. Um, and then he comes to the Eagles, which is also a completely insufficient defense. Like, I mean, think about him if you went to the Pats, if Mac Jones didn't go there, you'd probably Maybe. be pretty proficient. I think he's too much of a personality to play for the Patriots. I don't know honest, if he is, though. Listen. I know you like. I know you got to thank for Uncle Rico. And no, I, I think it. I just think he's better than people give him credit for. I won't disagree the fact that he's not good. He's sufficient. He can win you some football games, as he showed. But remember who they played? They played the Jets. They played the Jets. Yeah, and he looked true. like a stud against the Jets. So <laughs> to crown this guy is a guy. Mm-mm. I would just like to see him get a chance to start again on a team that isn't Jacksonville. Listen, maybe next season, you know what, Jared Goff, they're not they're not totally sold on Jared Goff. Yeah. Maybe he goes into a situation like Detroit and competes for a job. Maybe then okay, maybe you do that. Maybe a situation like the Giants. Maybe that's a situation where he could come in because Danny Dimes isn't clearly a guy. Sunday was quite an auditioning. Audition for it. Well, see? So this is his opportunity now to say, you know what? Hey, maybe I am a guy. Maybe the Steelers give him a shot in the offseason because they're going to need some quarterback maybe help. Maybe he we're goes gonna to New Orleans. Maybe he does go to New Orleans. Maybe maybe Sean Payton decides, you know what? Bring this goofy fucking kid in here who talks he about his porn stash. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I mean, either who, way, who seeing that video with his dad after the game, like you could see that he just bleeds football. It's awesome. Oh, listen, he, he's a Mike Leach guy. He played for Mike Leach at Washington State, yep. and he's about as weird as Mike Leach could, could produce. So, you know, you, you <laughs> love to see weird. <laughs> oh, Mike Leach is weird as weird could be. So um, definitely a cool thing to see him be successful. Granted, they played the Jets. Jalen Hurts was down. But, you know, if anything, if this game does tell you something, Jalen Hurts cannot throw the football down the foot. Like he can't throw the football at all. It's he cannot. What's your stance on him at this point? Because I feel like every week it's either like Jalen Hurts is it or Jalen Hurts is. They're it. gonna they're gonna look for options. I think that's Thank definitely you. something where they're gonna try and draft a quarterback that is in their image, so to speak. Right. So very similar to what the Bears did. Um, Matt Nagy didn't draft Justin or didn't draft Mitch. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Pace did, mm-hmm. and that's a clear shot. And and same John Fox was like, "Yeah, I don't care. I'm just going to run the football and play defense." Right. Um. So I think you know Sirianni will draft a plant that can grow. No pun intended. Oh God! Can you <laughs> yeah. trust, trusting that guy with drafting a quarterback would be yeah yeah. Terrifying. You know he's he's going to give you all the fertilizer and the plant food you could need. So. He's going to grow some shit for sure. He's going to grow some shit. You know so. 
I think that that's 100% something in the future where his job will be open. And you, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean, hey, the Eagles aren't out of it yet. They're Mm-mm. still in it. So pretty close. Time will tell. <laughs> time will tell. Uh, all right. Cardinals Bears are going to go over. But yeah, well, we'll get to it. Chargers and Bengals. We both yeah. snoozed on this game. I mean, it's not even a snooze, though. I mean, we weren't sleeping. There's no way we were, in see, holy the Bengals hell. do this, man. The Bengals the Chargers do, this. do too. Because well, the, the Chargers almost gave game the game up. Back. How did they give the game up when the they Bengals won by scored 20 22 points. unanswered? Well, okay, but that's still not giving the game up when you win by 20 points. I mean, yeah, they the Chargers scored 16 points. It wasn't 22 unanswered. Sorry, it was 13 unanswered. And then the Cincinnati Bengals come back and make a three-point game. Charger score. Cincinnati Bengals come back in the third quarter and score nine. And it was like, what, a four-point Jamar Chase had, like, one of the worst drops of the year. Dude, it wasn't even a drop. It was a handoff to the other team. (laughs) It was like, bobble, bobble, bobble. And then the guy's just, like, right into his arms. And you're like, bro. And that was a TD, too. Oh, probably, yeah. I mean, Joey put the ball on the money. Yeah. Yeah. That was a TD. Joey put the ball right on the money. And you know what? He is going to be great in this league. It's just going to be a matter of time, and I don't know if it'll ever be with the Bengals, but I don't think the Bengals ever let him walk. But um, he looks I'm, good still. Oh, he's great. I, I, he's arguably the future um, there for them, a hundred percent, and has made it known. Um, confident cat. I think he's a he's a guy. From what I've read, he was playing with an injury. So Aren't I they do all? well. It was on his throwing hand, and his I think his ring finger was all jacked up from a hit. So I forgot about that. He dislocated his pinky. That's it. That wasn't even an injury. He is his finger was just hanging there, and they were like tape it, and he went back out there because he's well, a badass. Of, well, he is a badass. There's no two bones about it. The guy, the guy plays and has played through worse. Like he yeah. broke his ribs in the national championship game against Clemson. And he said, "I'm mm-hmm. not leaving this fucking Fuck game. That. I'm winning yeah. this shit." Correct. So. And he did, and and he won it decisively beyond that. So, um, definitely believe that the Bengals will be good. You know, I, Justin Herbert never surprises me. Um, mm. I slept on him this week. I, I really did because the Chargers. It seems like anytime they lose a game that they should have won, they come back and they fuck shit up. It's that twenty twenty draft quarterback matchup that I love to see. Oh yeah, that's the future right there. Easy. Oh, and Tua. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't forget about Tua. Good, good thing, Tua. <laughs> this and then week, the snooziest game of snooziest games. Yeah. I think the – and granted, it's the Jaguars, but I think the Rams beating the Jaguars by 30 was very good for the Rams. Yeah, sure, if that's what they you need, need to do, they needed a, They needed to just absolutely rope a team. It didn't matter who it was. It's the Jags, man. I know, and, but they needed to. They've been playing like horse shit, so it's like good. Because yeah. like there's there is a there's a reality there's a real world where the Rams beat the Jaguars like twenty to seventeen, and then it's like oh Jesus they can barely beat the Jaguars. They go out well, there and they, they just completely fuck them up. Then well, great. Hey, to the Jags' credit, they did beat the Bills. So that was that's so okay. Very in, in hindsight, game. that is the weirdest shit. But still. you know, I read a stat this year that any quarterback or any player who's gone on the Manning cast for Monday Night Football. Yeah. That next week, they lose. Really? Like the Manning cast is like a jinx. That's so funny. 
it's like the Madden football covers of old. Right, yeah. The Peyton Hillis guys. award. Yeah, like the Peyton <laughs> Hillis or, you know, the Madden curse, Mike Vick, you yeah. know, because he got hurt that year and then all yep. the dog fighting nonsense surfaced. Like, it, it's funny to see because in a weird way, I think it's become like the new Madden curse. Um, yeah, because that shit ended after they put Mahomes and Brady on and it was like, well. <laughs> yeah. yeah <but laughs> They're not going to suck. Listen, if you had anybody in fantasy on the Rams, you had a great week. Uh, I know I won my fantasy week. Hey, two win Mike. Um, but two wins. Welcome to the team. Welcome to the team. And, <laughs> you know, if you had anybody on the Jaguars, you should just quit your whole entire fantasy league. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Yes. Yeah, James Robinson had a horrible week, too. I mean, I can't foresee Urban going another year with them. I really can't. After I mean, this. Terrible. He's going to go back to college. He'll just take a year off and then get the next big college. That's gig. exactly what I thought was going to happen, too. Um, but knowing the Jags, who knows? <laughs> who knows, dude? <laughs> he might just be like, all right, fuck oh, yeah, it. They're going to move to London. That's oh, not yeah. happening. I'm telling you. Happen. I know you're telling me that. I'm telling you it's not happening. Hmm? It's a logistical nightmare. It's not happening. We'll see. We'll see. But you know what really upset me about this whole Rams situation is Odell what? Beckham Jr.'s end zone dance of reviving himself like cod like the stupidest shit i've ever seen he's so lame i'm so sick of him lame he's so lame lame bro it's over for that you were great at one point in your career but you're you're in your twilight years at this point in my he got overpaid he's flashing the pan flashing the pan overpaid potential cancer now let's move forward potential (laughs) now let's move forward to our king Taylor Heineke. Shall we? <laughs> Taylor Dude, Heineke, man. This guy's on a fucking roll. Dude, the the Washington football kid. team and the Miami Dolphins are my favorite teams in the NFL right now. You got your team <laughs> in the AFC. So, you got, they're yeah, so I thought fun I was an underdog guy. Well, no, it's they're just fun to watch. I mean, my team to pick has always been the Chiefs have always been my number two, so I'll stick with them. But Taylor Heineke's the man. <laughs> I don't think he's the starting quarterback in the league, but he's so fun to watch. And I say this every week, too, and you always disagree with me, but he's got that Fitz magic thing going. And I'm telling you, it's like you watch it, and you're like, there's always a chance he's going to do some crazy shit. When they beat the Buccaneers, they're 4-0 in the last four weeks, and the sixth seed in the playoffs. Listen, pretty crazy. What, I, what I will say is this. they, I mean, he's gotten better every single week. Mm-hmm. And He's going to be their starting quarterback moving forward, whether you like it or not. If you draft somebody, so. fine. I disagree. There may be an open competition, but Fitzmagic is is done in this league as far as I look at it. You have momentum going with this guy, and you're not going to mess with that. So Minshew? No. <laughs> Maybe. No way. No way. Heineke is a good story. He's a driven guy. He wants to be better. Brett Favre is his hero. Brett Favre came from a very similar setup where he was a first-round draft pick. I mean, Heineke was never a first-round draft pick. I was going to say, Heineke was, was not a first-round draft pick. <laughs> but hey, the stories of Tom Brady exist, and that can I exist want him, today, too. I want him to be good. I don't know if he's the forever starter there, but we'll yeah, Time will tell. Hey, yeah. I think next season he will get an opportunity to be the starter and prove it. Yeah. I we'll think see, so. Man. So so we will see Washington. Don't snooze on them playing great defense, playing solid football right now. They win ugly, but winning's winning. Mm-hmm. And then the Steelers. That, the winning Steelers. ugly. Yeah, the Steelers beat the Ravens by one. And this was a game where 
It's, you know, the whole Ravens magic. They come back no matter what. They always come back. Somehow they didn't come back. And that was crazy. And I think I know why. Why is that? It's solely because Big Ben told everybody he's retiring. He told his former teammates, some within the organization, that he expects this to be his final season. Classic Big Ben telling other people didn't want to get it to the press. Oh, no, it got to the press. You know, classic shit that he does. Um, But he told them that this is probably his last season, which, duh. Like, duh. Like, they're not going to be able to kick him out, but duh. Like, you're done. But, you know, it gave him a little boost, and Mike Tomlin, Ben Roethlisberger comes through, beats a playoff team. So, I like to see it. In my eyes, I don't think that that made much of a difference. I think from a schematic standpoint and a planning standpoint, that the Steelers knew how to take advantage of Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I mean, same and, division. Yeah. And they're a good well, defense. Not only that, but Miami. What? Miami, what started this five game winning streak, okay, was them sending pressure from the secondary. Yep. And you said this too, like last week. <laughs> Correct. And this is the game plan to beat Lamar Jackson because he seemingly can't figure it out. Yeah, if he doesn't if he doesn't burn your corners, then he's fucked. Pretty much. If he doesn't burn it, I mean, basically he's a glorified running back. He could have people open down the field. He's like, fucking I'm gone. So what you're saying is the Seahawks are their biggest nightmare because all Jamal Adams does is blitz. Well, Jamal Adams, fine. But I'm talking more sort <laughs> no, of. No, I'm just saying, blitz. I'm just saying he just he just blitz all blitzes all the time. So oh, <laughs> he's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah, I, I mean, if he, he was on... actually play safety, he just he's like a glorified linebacker. Well, he is, but he is also a good cover safety. I mean, he's OK. Don't, I mean, he's not good. He's OK. He's very Seahawks Legion of Boom. If he had people surrounding him that were worth a shit. Yeah, he can hit the like, shit listen, out of guys. Well, he can hit the shit out of guys. And honestly, he does play decent secondary. I mean, he knows his role and he plays it. He lights people up and he blitzes. He's not below well. average. I don't know if he's above no. average, but he's a great blitzer. He's a top 10 safety in the league. Easy. And I thought that when he was drafted at LSU. Both safety? I don't know about easy. He's close. He's a top 10 safety in the NFL. I will 100% think that. We'll talk about this in the offseason. We don't have anything to talk about. Pretty much. (laughs) We'll mark that one down. We'll get into this later. (laughs) Mark it down. But then, you know, this game, I, I mean, definitely a surprise. But the Steelers do this. And especially playing in Pittsburgh, the Berg is always a tough place to win. So, Speaking of another tough place to win, the Seahawks seemingly yeah. have the 49ers number. Yeah, what a wild game. I didn't expect it. Um, no, technically, this is the first week that Russ's finger was supposed to be completely healed. Hmm? So when they were going, when he was initially going into recovery Russell. for his finger, it was like, oh, it's going to take, what was it, like four to six weeks, something like that. And he came back in like two and it was like, whoa, it's crazy. Or three or whatever whoa. it was. And then like, he came back whoa. and he sucked the last like two weeks. And then this week he looked pretty good. And what do you know? It's literally the week that your finger's supposed to be better from that type of injury. So yeah, I'm not going to read too far into it, but it seems yeah. like that might kind of. Russ is great, better. man. He just needs a new head coach. He needs a new voice. He needs something. So. Yeah, that whole I think I think Carroll's overstayed his due at this point. Yeah, no, he's he's done. I think Russell stay. Russell get a head coach that fits him, and moving forward. They're going to be okay. It's just going to take uh, maybe a year or two to get them back because Russ Jimmy still has G's, some time on the clock. Jimmy G's not that guy, too. I just want to put that out there. I'm so Jimmy sick of this, G has like, games where he shows up, and then he has games where he doesn't. I mean, that's just his career. 
you you can't yeah you can't focus on a guy like that it's not no, he's overpaid already he's overpaid that's so. why they drafted a quarterback this year to replace him eventually so yep. we'll see how that goes maybe not sleep year. on that and then chiefs broncos i mean it was a game it was a game whatever it was it was there who teddy's not it i wish no. teddy was teddy's not it no kidding one glove chiefs didn't play that well, but they still scored 22. So that is what happens. Yeah, pretty much. And then did we just get transported back to 1960? Wild ass game. What a wild did we just ass get game. Transported back to 1960 and watch a football game because Monday. I watched this game last. Like, I put some money on this game. By the way, if you bet the under on everything this game, you want oh, something? I bet, I bet the under the minute I saw the weather. Yeah, bet the under. Like, you're fine. I bet. I got it at like 42. And I was like, easy. It was like 42, I had, I had and a half. Pats to win plus three. Like, let's go. You easy. parlay it, or is that just separate bets? Uh, no, I parlayed it. High five. Plus I was thinking about doing that, but I was going to do passing yards and that, but I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to take the under. Is what well, it is. I mean, Mac Jones has two, no, two complete passes, three passing attempts the yes. entire football game. I saw this today, and I put a picture in here for your viewing pleasure, not the viewers and listeners but bill belichick went and did his pregame press conference in a navy mask and if anybody listens to this mike called this out a few weeks ago where bill belichick's father was head coach at navy and that's where him and nick saban both got their starts beautiful to know he ran the most navy game i've ever seen in my entire life (laughs) if he didn't need to throw the ball he wouldn't have Mac Jones went two for three with 19 yards with an 84 passer rating. Yo, that kid looked cold. Mac Jones? He looked looked He's never done that shit. He's never done that shit for sure. I mean, just a a kid from fucking Jacksonville. Uh I mean, Jacksonville, Florida. I mean, listen, this is the- Buffalo winter? That's the opposite of anything he's ever seen in his life. Ooh, I mean, playing in Alabama, Alabama, like no, you're not, you're not <laughs> yeah. playing. You're either Get playing in domes or heat. So the only time, and also the only time he's like going in like the dead of winter, really, is when he's playing the national championship. So like that wasn't even a bother either. No, no, it was never a bother. And if they were playing in a national championship and it was outside, it was in Florida. Exactly. So that's uh, that's out of the question here. But if I'm a Pats fan, you guys are on a roll right now. Fucking hate it. 46 runs. He ran 46 times and he beat the Bills. That's so stupid. I'm so sick of it. I mean, they had no answer to them. And I think it's great, honestly, because Bill Belichick just ran uh, an offense that was just like, yeah, they could. You know what we're going to do? No, they couldn't. They couldn't stop it. And McDermott's like, you know, don't give him too much credit. Stop being a butthurt little bitch. He was butthurt the whole game. He was butthurt the whole game. Had I like no I like McDermott overall, like as a coach, He's a but his poor loser. He was very the whole and he was arguing with the refs and stuff, too. I'm just like, oh, boy, he was just butthurt the whole game. He it was butthurt the whole game. And, and, you know, all the announcers, he's so fired up. He's fired up. No, he's crying. He's crying. There, yeah. there ain't no boat. There ain't no that one didn't give me fired up vibes. I could be wrong, but that one did not give me fired up vibes. Yeah, I mean, listen, they play defense. They had two really big defensive stops in the red zone. And, you know, Buffalo had a chance to get that game closer than it was with a field goal attempt. But they were going into the wind and they I mean, that ball got hooked wide right. Yeah, the videos of the wind in most is probably the most insane wind I've seen in an NFL game 
baby in my life. It was mile close. Per hour gusts. Yeah. Those shit. So Tyler Bass, I think, was practicing his free field goal kicking at the beginning of the game, or before the game. Um, he went into the wind and he couldn't knock like, like he he kicked it and it stopped in midair and then came back to him, and that was like a thirty yarder and he couldn't make it. He kicked, or that was that was to- that was into the wind. He kicked with the wind and he hit like a 60 yarder and he probably had another 30 yards on it (laughs) it was ridiculous it was like there's no way you're gonna kick the ball and when i saw that i was like under immediately um and all the kickers in fantasy obviously i mean folks still had seven points so good for him but dude folks have folks having a comeback here i mean yeah i would be scared about him in the playoffs but yeah maybe we'll see he he ain't no venetary he ain't no venetary but he ain't no, no Ga- Gaskowski either, man. No, Gaskowski was great for them for years. Oh, I mean, yeah. To think about the kickers that have been in New England over the years. I mean, it went from like one great kicker to another. They found the right guys. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes for them in the future. But I mean, definitely believe now it is the Patriots division to lose. And Agreed. They, After they're that going one? to win it. They're going to win it. I don't think so, but I agree with you. No, I don't think Buffalo makes a comeback at all. Oh, love to Everybody's see so high on Buffalo, but so I think. God, I'm Patriots. Potential chance where we get a Patriots Bucks Super Bowl. I mean, it's there. I hope it doesn't happen, but it's there. Chew on that. No thanks. Tom wins. It's like olives. Eight. I don't like it. Like All olives. Right. I fucking hate olives. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a dirty martini guy. Give me some dude, blue cheese olives. Dude, on night, when I bite into that shit, it's like a flavor explosion of hell. I hate olives. And I'm Greek. I'm Greek and slash Italian, and I hate olives. So that is what, what it type is. of what type of half and half olive are you over here? I don't know. It's gross. Yeah, no, thanks. Nah. Give me a mimosa. All right, I'm feeling flirty. All right. <laughs> oh boy. Well, it's time. It's time for, for Bears Corner. <laughs> I'll never, get sick, of it. I'll never get sick of it. I love it. God, they're terrible. I know they're the so impre- bad. I know the bear impression's great, but God, they're so terrible. I know. One of these days in the next couple of years, when they're finally good at some point, we'll love it. Oh, we'll Andy love Dalton. It. Everybody's Andy Dalton. Like everybody who was like, Andy Dalton's better than Fields right now. He start could be him, good. Start him. Start him. Fuck off. Four interceptions against the goddamn Cardinals. Fuck off. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. I hate it. Listen, I saw the weather <laughs> for this game. I was like, maybe the Cardinals come in, play like poo. Getting a no, little cold. We're just, yeah. we're just done. We're just done. Dude, they're so bad. They just stick a fork in them. So Dalton bad. throws four picks. Looks like he was lost. At this point, sit fields for the rest of the year. Just sit. I kind of agree with you. I don't know if because it's there's, good. There's no sense in getting him. Uh, and everybody's like, he needs reps. You're just going to ruin him. Well, yeah, it's ex- exactly. It's like telling a basketball player to go play like basketball in the park. It's like, well, you might roll your ankle on the shitty ass pothole in the middle of the fucking court. Like he's not going to get reps on a horrible offense. It's not going to make him better. It's just going to make him more scared of defenses. <laughs> That's all it's going to happen. Well, listen, I, I mean, I believe at this point you're not going to have the same head coach next year. No so chance. there's no learning an offense anymore. If I'm him, I'm just like, just sit me the rest of the year. I'm right. just going to chill. When you announce the next head coach, then I'm all in. Cool. But until that time, there's just just start the red rocket. Give uh give uh put Foles in. Fuck it. Yeah. Give or or maybe put Foles in there. Maybe Foles is That's your That's what guy. I'm saying. Put him in there. Yeah. yeah. I have you know, breaking news for you right now. Breaking news. I don't know if you knew this. 
The Bears and are, a watch. The the oh, Bears are out of bear. playoff contention. No shit. <laughs> Breaking news. Wow. Panda watch. Wrong bear. No. But <laughs> wrong. Wrong. Pause. Yeah. Listen. No, the Bears aren't making the playoffs. Which no, is we're done. which is honestly that's good because if they were gonna do another one of those stupid ass heat up at the end of the year, get a little good and then make the playoffs and get blown out again in the Nickelodeon game, I was gonna wanna die. So <laughs> Hey. Hey, Mitch is the Nickelodeon MVP. He's the NFT know? or M- NFT. I almost said NFT. Shout out NFT. He could be an NFT. So he's terrible. The N- he's the MVP. And overpaid, which is hilarious. Yeah, he's the not MVP. He's terrible. Um, I like. Mitch. Listen, I don't. I'm Mitch out on is- color though. I didn't tell you that. You're out on Jay. Yeah. Why? He says so much dumb shit. I'm sick of it. Oh. For a while, I liked him a lot, but then it's kind of just like, all right, everything he says is so dumb. I'm like, all right, cool. And like, since he's he's, he's becoming dumb. like a media guy now, so I'm like seeing more stuff from him. So it's kind of becoming information overload. He's a dick. I know, but he I kind of like that. Such a I, thought was, I thought it was a little endearing for a while, but now there's it's not. nothing <laughs> endearing about it, and he's always been that way, and he always will be that way, and I yeah. will never like him for it. So, so I'm out on Alan Jay. <laughs> so he's never on this pod. Unless, ever. hey. Unless he wants to come on the podcast, because if you say no, that I will do a one-on-one interview with the guy, because I would he love to does, do color. He does agree. I did hear on local sports radio, he was talking to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Shout out he does guys. agree that, classic, been around forever, that Fields should just sit the rest of the year. It's over. There's nothing for him to learn. You're going to get a new head coach None. next year. Zero. So just learn from this shitty aspect, and then... Here's the question. Who's going to be the head coach next year? Let's just just totally just put the season behind us because we know it's all over. But who's the head coach next year? Oh, this makes it hard because the Bills haven't looked great offensively, and I really want a Dable. Everybody wants this Dable guy, but I'm just not very high on him. Well, yeah, you want freaking Ohio State boy. but Well, Ryan Day, I don't foresee him leaving unless he gets paid a bag. Yeah, I want um... – I want an NFL guy, but it gets me so worried. I I think Dable still probably would be top. I don't think the enemy's going to be very good. I don't know, dude. The coaches out there are not that enticing right now, if I'm being honest. But I think Dable's still my top. What about you? I'm going to throw a name out here. Yes. And they're going to have to pay a lot, a lot of money to get him. Yes. Like a John lot Madden? of money. <laughs> no, he's almost... <laughs> He's alive, he, people. He's still kicking. How still alive, I don't know. In case anybody's wondering, he's still alive. I think there's a chance. There is a small chance that you can pull Harbaugh from Michigan for enough money. And if that is the case, it depends what happens. I know it depends what that, but it, there is a strong chance he loses this playoff. Yeah. And we went in on it, and I know it's kind of pie in the sky, but there's a strong chance he loses that. He's losing a lot of talent. If the Bears come in to say, Jim, Dude. five years, $60 million, what do you say? I think the Bears, Bears are alum. one of the, I don't I think know, the Bears man. are one of the jobs that he would take. Correct. Given his, and, given and, his connection with the with the franchise. He was the guy. So you know what? You you won a Big Ten championship this year. Yep, you never won a natty. But, I mean, you're going to get paid more than you've been paid per year ever. 
And yeah, you were getting paid ten million a year for a minute there, and you renegotiated your contract to be something different and fine. But if I'm the Bears, you got to go all in. You got to bring in a guy that it works with. He coached the mobile quarterback very, very well in San Francisco, Colin mm-hmm. Kaepernick. Yep. I, mean, I like it. All it. Makes sense. It all I don't, makes sense to me. I don't see it happening. And I know no, you, you feel the same way. It's yeah. It's but guy. like this guy. It, it, it's just like I like it. I like if it. If it were to happen, I um I would be like the happiest guy. I'd be cool with Chicago. it. Yeah. Yeah. I would like it a lot. Yeah. But uh, that or it's gonna be a guy like, you know, someone who's had a gig before and is gonna get an, another opportunity. I agree. Someone who's like kind of knows what to expect coming in that doesn't like Matt Nagy for the whole time. Oh, for God. better or for worse, Jim Harbaugh's gonna give you some clips. All right. So for the rest of the year, what's your outlook? What do you want to happen? It's over. Right. But I mean, we don't have a draft pick. Beat the Packers. Playoffs are out of reach. Try and beat the Packers. That's just what it is. That's That's I'm the same way. Try and beat the Packers. Give us something to hang our hat on. You're going to suck. You're going to be, you know, five and 11. Win three of the last five. That's what I would like. Yeah. Just because like, you know, then we'll give we'll give that draft pick out. and It's not too bad. Five you know? and twelve, you're gonna be no. The 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 pick's already gonna be top ten. I mean, the Giants. Right, but I'd rather doing. I'd rather give out a tenth overall than a three. <laughs> well, at this point, I've read a statistic that the Jets have the ability to go pick like three and four, and then yep. the Giants have the ability to four go or pick five. six and seven or four and five. Oh, yeah. or like it's stupid. It's, it's like, like the two New York three... teams get two picks back to back to back. I think there's another team too that has two picks that can possibly get up there too. So that'd be funny. You have the top 10 picks. You have four teams. (laughs) Well, at this point, what you should also start doing this off season is start trying to find ways to get rid of Robert Quinn, Khalil Mack, Mm -hmm. Keem Hicks. Just offload it. Be done. Monty. Yeah. Eddie Goldman. Get rid of them all. Get rid of them all. Later. Get rid of them all. For whatever you can get for them, just offload it all get rid of this heavy talent get what you can for them on draft day and move on with your life right i agree i don't i don't know if it's going to happen because the bears but it is what it is love you george i don't love have anything you, george to say about the bears. yeah me either uh, all right give, give us give us this is going to be a new concept everybody's I think, for the... favorite segment mike this this might be something new. Vince, why don't you give us your NCAA basketball? Sure. So DePaul lost to Loyola, and now they are no longer the greatest men's basketball team of all time. All right, moving on. That's great. Um, it went well. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving well. on. Everyone's favorite segment. Speaking of um, the greatest basketball team of all time. <laughs> speaking of the greatest basketball team of all time, the Chicago Bulls. Are uh, fire. They're rolling. Dude. And. They are without talent right now. They are without DeRozan. So they're without Caruso too. So I mean, this is even a bigger statement for them. Yeah. So this weekend, Bulls went to New York and had their third matchup with the Knicks. So they were one and one going in, and then they had their second matchup with the Nets. They beat the Knicks by four to go two and one on the season there, which is big because the Knicks were a playoff team last year, and then they beat the Nets taking a 2-0 lead in the series of this like this season. And then that's like again they don't have Kyrie, but they had everybody else. And it looked 
pretty convincing. And then Monday rolls along and it's like, was it Monday or is it Sunday? Sunday rolls along and it's like, DeRozan is injured or has COVID and he's going to be out. And everybody's like, fuck. Caruso's out. Javante Green's out. Fuck. So they come around. Somehow, and- somehow they're all vaccinated. It's fascinating. You can still get it. You know this. I'm not talking about this. Um, <laughs> second round pick, Ayo Dosunmu. 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 There it Say is. Say that five times fast. Dosunmu. I can't actually do that. There's a lot of vowels in there. Looks second- like he's been there before, by the right. way. Right. Right. So he went out for his first career start and gave us an 11.8 assist, six rebound and 42 minute game. And besides that, you know, he's knocking balls down. He's good defense. Like this guy is legit. He's legit. Listen, he had one game. No, all season. He's been good. He's been good all season and he's not expected to be this good. Well, and I think that this is a testament to the new management drafting Mm -hmm. well. And they did this in Denver. They did this in Toronto. So that's where these two guys come from, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Uh, Denver and Philadelphia. Denver and Philly. Eversley's from Philly. Okay. But he's been on a couple teams. He he drafted drafted DeMar in Toronto, but he's been with Philly the last couple years. I was on the right path. So. I, I believe that, you know, this is two guys who understand how to draft talent unlike mm-hmm. Gar and Pax. And second round talent specifically. Jokic Correct. was a second round draft pick. Don't forget that. Yeah, Jokic has got like a gangster ass family for the record. Badass. Uh, yeah, gangsters. Um the Bulls right now, my only fear for them is that they're gonna be like a fifty five to sixty five win team and they're gonna fizzle out in the playoffs. That's my only concern <laughs> with the Bulls right now. It's possible. Um, I don't know. There seems to be a lot of fight with the team, and it seems like Billy Donovan's kind of running it correctly. Um, there's a lot of minutes going around, which is rough, but I don't know. We'll see. Really quick, the last thing on Io here, um, just because we love this. This is a hometown boy, Io DeSumo is. He really? went to He went to Morgan Park High School, native. Cool. Love to hear um, it. He balled out over there, so that's down by Blue Island, southwest suburbs or so. So and then, and then he went to U of I and beasted for them in the um, what do you U of call I it? Was in the, great. Yeah, I was going to say last year in March Madness, he was yeah. he was the motor of that team. So when he was drafted, everybody kind of knew him in this area, but no one else kind of knew him around the country except for like that, you know, that run. The whole idea was like he's kind of a bowling ball. He plays with a lot of passion, but there's a lot of like, you know, sharp edges he's got to sand out. But then Billy Donovan's like the dude comes in, listens, ready to go. He's not afraid of anything. And he just he nuts up or shuts up. And it's so sick. Love that term. Nut up or shut up. I I think being a hometown kid that just plays to his want and drive to to be someone for this team and. I definitely think it's something to monitor in the future. I think he'll be a great six man to start. And then who knows what his role will become in the future. So when they do get all their talent back off of COVID, um, I I definitely think that they're going to continue just to be a presence in the East. Yeah. Uh, As I've always stated, you know, after the new year is when I'll really start paying attention and sure. Continue to uh, follow this team. So they're um, tied for the top of the East right now. And the Nets are about to lose. So they might take top, top ranks so that'd I be mean, fun first place the in nets the east are and... the nets are difficult to judge right now because you know they don't have Kyrie. 
And did you and see what happened in Toronto? I did not. So Canada is requiring a vaccination to go there. Oh, weird. So if you go there without a vaccination, you can't get back into the city or into the country. So now if you want to go play in Toronto, you have to get vaccinated. So now that's New York, Los Angeles, and Toronto. That's a little so, aggressive, but we're not even going to get into this. No, I'm just uh, saying, I'm just saying in general. So the Kyle Kyrie thing, it's like you know something's going to have to happen. <laughs> uh, he ain't, he ain't going to do it. Nope. I, at this point, he's made his money. He doesn't have to play another day in his career. And we'll for see that what happens. Sake, it ain't going to happen. Yeah. Uh, unless he's going to pull an Antonio Brown, it ain't going to happen. So <laughs> this is uh, my vaccine card. <laughs> here it is, Coach. It has my uh, face on it. <laughs> Not supposed to have your face on it. Well, dude. Well, mine uh, does. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, shit. Um, but no, man, definitely something that will be great to monitor after the new year. And uh, definitely feel as if that the uh, the Bulls, when they're good, the NBA is a far better thing to watch. So Agreed. Yeah. Love to see it. Now, let's get into some baseballs. Yep. There's not much to get into other than the fact that they're the owners officially, officially announced the lockout. So we can't do shit until probably February. So if you like baseball yeah. talk, I'm sorry. Just we DM me and I'll, and I'll talk to you about some th- throwback player from 2007. <laughs> well, here's what we can talk about. There is a conspiracy going around Okay, that the MLB has juiced baseballs for certain yes. games yep. over the past seasons yes it's a good point i forgot to about boost that. ratings to boost ratings and this Fucked is something up. now that it's in a major investigation and rob manford is under the fucking microscope people so the only worry that i have with this is it was a business insider article and business insider is sometimes yeah really wrong. business insider is trying to uh defame george or george dave portnoy uh, so, oh yeah, and know, that shit was I, pretty I wrong too. That's the thing. Very like, wrong. He called them out heavy. Like, I'm fuck like, you. I'll do any interview you want to correct this, and they're like, I'm no, oh, like, we don't have the time. I'm no like hyper barstool boy by any means. No. Um, but like it's... you know, Business Insider's in that weird little spot where it's like, is this credible or is it BuzzFeed? And sometimes when shit like this happens, when you're trying to be serious, it gives like mad BuzzFeed vibes. And that's where like I see I saw this report and I started researching it. And there's a lot of like higher ups, a lot of like big names in the media. I don't know if they're not saying it because they're in the media and they don't want to get blackballed. But like I need another report of some actual juice to do it because if it's true, it is fucked. And if it's true and the owners knew about it and the players didn't. This is going to make this way worse, way worse than what it is right now. What in the respect of the fact that an agreement locked out? Yeah. Well, the fact that, listen, we have a union and we agree on things. And then you're going to come in and do something like that without telling us like do you can't do that. That's, that's a back, breach yeah. in contract. So it's going to be like, all right, it's going to cause a lot more. And I'm sure it already is just because it's out there. So they have to do their due diligence and check. But. Dude, if yeah. that's true, like if like if they went and said, oh, in Iowa, we're going to give you juice ball so everybody hits home runs at the Field of Dreams game, that is fucked. That is messing. That is tampering with the game. There was an amount of home runs that game. And, it, and yeah, and I was people were like, oh, are the ball's back? And I was laughing. And it might be true. And, like, the thing is, too, and it's like it's not about gambling or anything like that, but everything kind of goes around that. Where, like, if you're, if you're going to mess up the game that way 
and not even gambling, but strategy. Like if you know there's going to be a juice ball, you're not going to put in your your average hitter that's just going to kind of dink it over the first baseman. You're going to put the freaking beast in. Like things that need still, to be said. But you still won't put Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame where it's, he rightfully belongs. That's baseball writers for you. We went over that last week. It was bullshit. Well, I've, it's, it is it's 100% bullshit. And to be perfectly honest, what would you prefer? Um, hiding the fact that you're manipulating baseballs to fly farther and to have uh, longer trajectory points or deadening baseballs for certain games to make it a snooze fest and out of market games. No one gives a fuck about to make it stupid or just let the guys put steroids in their ass as they did in the (laughs) early to late nineties and, and let them and and let them go. Can I give you a D none of the above? Because none of that's necessary. I mean, listen, As the steroid era, game, the steroid era was one of the greatest eras of baseball history. Yeah. And if you disagree, I really don't care. I lived it. It was fascinating. And it, it did was get fun like, to watch. Watered down. Great ratings. And it was awesome. Jason Giambi had a head like a fucking watermelon. Mm-hmm. And so did Canseco. Barry Bonds. And they were hitting bombs. Canseco was one of the first. I mean, He's the reason it all went out. <laughs> Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. I mean, the home run race. I, it was I don't know. And they I threw agree. the book at those guys. And it's honestly tragic because you know what? Have a, okay, have a substance list that these guys can take for performance enhancement and your ratings will jump through the roof again. You're probably right. And I'm not necessarily against it either. The thing is, yeah. is it needs to be clear. Like the MLB has a track record doing sketchy shit always. And there needs to be a clear and defined like definition of like what they're going to do with the balls, what you can and can't do like things like that, where it's like the owners employ the commissioner, the commissioner runs baseball. That's how it works. That's how and most sports crooked work. AF. So if they're going to put in crooked two balls, AF. that's the owner's fault. Cause the owners run it. And if they're going to put in two balls, they got to tell everybody. And if they do, then that's fair game. I think it's stupid. I think if they came out and the media is like, hey, they're going to use two balls and make some games better for home runs, people are going to be like, what the fuck is that? And the fact 100%. that they, if they did that and if it's real and they didn't tell them and didn't tell anybody else, like there's implications there. And you got to be worried about that from the ownership standpoint. There's tampering and there's a tremendous amount of red tape in the bush. 100%. Yeah. 100%. It's we'll, gonna be and we'll monitor it. Yeah, oh, we'll yeah. monitor we're it. We're going like, to monitor it on a week-to-week basis. If it's, you know anything about it, either of us, we like baseball. so we'll We love us it. some baseballs. <laughs> I, I will say, though, that it is fucked up, and it is ass-backwards, and I don't agree with it at all. And I, if you want baseball to be great again, hitting needs to be great again. Because that's be honest. It does. Can't be In every way. bullshit. Be transparent. Be exactly. Be transparent. You know, it's like, are we to believe like the NFL, for example, like those guys in the offseason aren't doing something? I I, I disagree 100% that they're on right. something. If you think they're just perfect boys, and no, they're trying to always gain an advantage, period. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll monitor it as we always do. Uh, another phenomenal episode. What a fun uh, one, was, Mike. This was this was good. This was fun really one. good. Yeah, it felt good. felt good. Um, you know, as always, like, follow, subscribe, share it with your friends. If you enjoy it, share it out there. You the know? Twitters, the Instagrams, do it all. Do it all. Do it all. The Facebooks, whatever, whatever you use. Whatever you, know? you feel. 
So uh, episode 24 in the books. We thank you for tuning in as always. Everybody have a wonderful week. We're out. Peace.